Greetings from St. John's Jesuit High School and Academy. This is the inaugural episode of Titan Talk with myself, Mr. Amir Harani, and alongside me, Mr. Adam Dane. Hello. As the first episode of Titan Talk, we thought it would probably be important and appropriate for us to explain the mission of the podcast a little bit and to introduce ourselves to the audience. So, Mr. Dane, if you wouldn't mind telling us a little bit about yourself. I would love to. So my name is Adam Dane. I have been involved at St. John's for a while. I'm a 2002 graduate, so an alumnus, and I currently am a member of the faculty at St. John's Jesuit. I've been teaching here for about nine years. I currently teach English, although when I started, I was teaching Latin, and I've dabbled in a bit of social studies as well, so um, I've, I've done a lot of different things, I suppose, in the classroom. I'm also currently the director of our Distinguished Scholars Program. So uh, I, I have a lot going on at St. John's, and I've been involved for a while, and I love it here. Very nice. I actually remember you as a teacher during my time here. Uh, I took yeah. one of your ancient civilizations class. Oh. That was a blast. Yeah, so much fun. I remember. Uh, so a little bit about myself. I graduated from St. John's in 2013. Uh, I w went to the academy as well. Uh, after I graduated from here, I went to University of Toledo. I got a degree in computer science, engineering, technology. And then I decided I wanted to come back home. So I now teach intro to engineering classes at St. John's. This is my second year doing that. I also am the associate for the 2020 program and the Christian service office. So I actually have some pretty solid perks alongside with my job. I get to help out with Labra. I get to do domestic service trips like West Virginia, the Appalachian trip. So uh, I really enjoy my role here at St. John's. So now that we introduced ourselves, uh, Mr. Dane, if you wouldn't mind letting the audience know a little bit about you know what this podcast is about. What are they going to be hearing? Absolutely. So, Mr. Harani and I think that there are so many wonderful aspects to St. John's Jesuit that deserve celebration. So, we wanted to design a podcast that would allow other members of our community, students and parents and alumni, and even people considering St. John's as a potential option for uh, educating their children, uh, we, we just wanted them to learn more and hear more about all the amazing things that we do here. So through the course of our podcasts, as we release them, we're going to examine, uh, investigate different programs and aspects of the school that maybe people don't know that much about. And we'll hear from some of the other members of our faculty and staff and administration. And we'll hear from some of our students and just kind of get a nice glimpse into this wonderful yeah. place yeah. that we call home. Well, it's such a big school, right? And yeah. We have, a, we have a large culture that comes with our school, so there's a lot to talk about and a lot for people to uh, get information on. So hopefully during your time listening to this, you can learn a little bit more about us, learn a little bit about what it means to be a Jesuit school, a little bit about our history in Toledo, and some programs that we have. So uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to our first segment. The Freshman Feature, a part of the program we designed to hear a little more about the interesting lives of our ninth graders. So why don't why don't you two introduce yourselves? I'm Justin Teamer. I I am a freshman, and my hobby is I like to play basketball. I like to play video games, and I like to um I like to read a little bit here and there. Very nice. Very Especially nice. Especially articles. Nice. And alongside you, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Jacob King. Um, I'm another freshman here at St. John's. 
I guess I'm in wrestling, track, and football. That's what I'm really looking forward to for the next couple of years. Very nice. And you're also the freshman class president, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. Uh, So uh, we just got a few questions for you guys today, just so we can get to hear a little bit about yourselves. uh, And so our listeners can, you know, know what some typical freshmen are like. Yeah. So can you guys tell me what what middle schools did you come from? I came from St. Benedict Catholic School. Okay. I went to Harvard Elementary. And I guess I came here to the academy, so I've been here for a pretty solid while. Were you in the academy since sixth grade? Yes, sir. Nice. Okay. So you've been here for four years. Wow. Very good. Um, what made you guys come to St. John's for high school? Um, I like I like the brotherhood here, and we're all here from one another. And they, we all, they also have a good education here, and the education is really nice, and they push yourselves. And... Also, when you get pushed, it's nice because you, you can, like, find new boundaries you can go to. And also, the people around you want to, yourself to succeed, like teachers yeah. and students here. That's a great response. Pushing the envelope. Jacob, what about yourself? I guess for St. John's, I just really, really like the environment. Um, Everybody around you, they're just always positive. They want you to really move forward. And that's what I really like about the school they want you to move forward they want you to become better um not only for yourselves but for everybody else around you they kind of want to make the environment like really really nice they try to really enforce that um the school is really really lenient with a lot of things and they kind of give us a lot of freedom and it just shows that we're really really like nice and like just together we have like a bond i see coming here um through being at the academy since sixth grade meeting a lot of different people and um, even watching them come and go, it's really, really nice here. And I really, really enjoy myself. And I enjoy being pushed and waking up, coming to school, and knowing that I'm going to have a good time and knowing that I'm going to push myself a little bit harder than I did the day before. And me just knowing it's better for me, even though it may seem like it's not at the time, it's actually benefiting me. And I've seen that through going to the academy. Oh, nice. Yeah, very nice. Well, it sounds like both of you have had some pretty good experiences so far. Is there anything specifically about your freshman year that you've really enjoyed so far? If there's a specific class or a specific teacher or a trip or a sport or anything like that? Freshman year has been really well. You really get to branch yourself out mm-hmm. in high school. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do as much as I can before college. And St. Saint, Saint John's gives you that opportunity. So it's like, you know, I've recently just taken up being a part of the debate team. You know, I've never really, never really thought of that. Yeah. Coming here, never really thought of that. But now I'm St. John's and I'm joining the debate team. You know, yeah. they push you. That's to great. Different places. Debate's tough. Right. And I was, and I was really like thinking I was going to play like sports here and that's all I was going to do. But, you know, St. John's will expand your boundaries here. And that's what I did. Very nice. Jacob, what about you, man? I guess just, like, staying at the academy, kind of going through everything, like, seeing how everything was, um, how things really ran with the teachers, and kind of being a part of some of the high school classes. I saw that this was kind of the place for me. I really, really enjoy myself being here. Freshman year, it's been pretty, it's been really, really nice. Um, I recently joined the wrestling team, and I... Wow, I, that's a tough one. Yeah, I didn't see myself doing that. I wouldn't have seen myself doing that. And it was pretty tough at first, but I'm really, really happy I did open myself to growth, to growth 
and um kind of stayed open minded about it. Yeah. I I just I really really like that about the school. They kind of push you to do things even if you're kind of shaky about it and you kind of really don't have anything to lose by trying out something new. And I really, really enjoyed being a part of the wrestling team. And one thing that I see in all the sports is that they're like the brotherhood. It kind of goes through along with everything, like not just in the classroom, but with the sports and the different clubs and the teams that you're on, um, maybe the bond that you form with your teachers, just different things like that. I think it's really, really nice. Very nice. And yeah, that's we, great. We just recently had a, a tournament here uh, for wrestling. Did you take part in that? It was maybe... Two weekends ago? Yeah, um, the CIT Catholic Invitational mm-hmm. Tournament. Um, it was one of the biggest tournaments I've ever been to and the little I've been in recently. Yeah. But um, there were around probably 35 different Catholic schools from all over Ohio that just came to the school and played, and it was really, really nice. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. My understanding is you guys all had mass together as well in the gym. That seems pretty awesome. The parking lot, I drove by that day. I didn't have a chance to come in, but parking lot was packed. Packed. Yeah, packed. it's always a yeah. big deal. Do you think that's something, wrestling, something you'll do as you continue at St. John's? Yeah, yeah. All um, four years? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. That's great. How about debate, JT? I mean, I'm Sticking lo- with it? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's really going to... Broaden my horizons a little yeah. bit, and you know, see what I could do. What's your topic this year? Topic. I mean, I I haven't really went to like a practice yet, but yeah. I'm like, I'm looking forward to it. And oh, what getting I can into do. it. I see what you said. Yeah. Nice. And I heard Very their cool. season's come to an end, but they said they're gonna prepare me for next year. And that's yeah, gonna be really and nice. they have a long season, a couple months. That's great. Well, well done. Yeah. So I think we've heard a lot, like a, a lot about what you like, a lot about uh, why you chose to come to St. John's, but. I mean, in reality, not everything's always super right. bright and super yeah, light. Freshman year is a big transition. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember my own. It, I was never like talented in, in arts. I remember taking some art classes and just struggling <laughs> challenges. With them a little bit. Yeah. What about you guys? Have, is is there anything that maybe you're struggling with a little bit so far this year, or maybe something that you're struggling with that maybe you didn't expect your own self to be? Um, it's not really like. I never really struggled with anything, but something that I really liked, had to adapt to is caring, like checking my emails periodically, mm, checking power yeah. school because teachers move things and add things at different times of the day or year. Yeah. And you got to really look at that because, like, I don't because you know I don't like any surprises going to school. Like, so you don't, don't want to like forget your iPad yeah. or so a little bit of the, on the organizational side. Yeah, right. sc- school's complicated these days, right? Exactly. You have to check. Yeah, twenty different websites. You got to make sure everything syncs up. Yeah. Well, back yeah. in the day, we just had the chalkboard with uh, this right. Is, this is due <laughs> yeah. and when, and we'd write it down in our planner, or maybe just a comment. Yeah. At class that you had to <laughs> you had to catch. Yeah. 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 A lot of benefits there, but it's it's complex. You got to keep track. Yeah. Jacob and yourself, any any struggles or anything that you faced this year that maybe you weren't expecting? Um, I would say just kind of keeping track of everything. Like I really don't have any room to complain. Like, I know what you mean. Um, It's not always um light and bright, but kind of just keeping up with the grades and making sure everything's moving pretty smoothly. Yeah. I, I really, really like it. It's, we really don't have too much to complain about. Do you think you have a unique perspective because you went to the academy? Did, did you find that the transition from the academy to the high school was smooth? It was pretty nice, yeah, considering I took um a couple of the high school classes, going to some of the classes with the high yeah. school students, it was pretty nice. And playing the sports, I remember over the summer, we had a football retreat, mm-hmm. and 
it was I didn't know what to expect out of it. Like, okay, we're going on retreat for a couple of days at a college university with right. a lot of upper fresh with a lot of upperclassmen. There's some yeah. new freshmen coming, like I don't know how I'm gonna Yeah kind of talk, cope with a lot of different people, how the practices are gonna be like, but it was really, really, really nice. I really enjoyed it. And I think a lot of the other freshmen enjoyed it too. It was one of the best times I've ever had at this school. And like just seeing that when we kind of come together and um, talk with each other and just play and like just basically anything. Like we had a little um, room with a pool table and a um, TV. They had um, 2K nice. in there and everybody came <laughs> in there to chill. We ordered pizza, sat down. We talked about the practices when we had the three practices a day. And it was just, it was really fun. Wonderful. Cool. Do you still talk to any of the upperclassmen that you met during that retreat? Oh, yeah. I talked um, I talked to a lot of them, um, for sure. They were the ones that kind of told me if I wasn't going to do anything over the wintertime, maybe try out wrestling. And that's exactly what I did. I went to go talk to the wrestling coach, introduce myself. And other than that, I just joined the wrestling team and started going to the practices. Very nice. Yeah, very nice. That's great. Okay, I think... Uh, we have one more question for you here. So what what could you tell a prospective student to St. John's, somebody who's considering St. John's as their high school choice? Why why should they come here? Well, obviously, St. John's has a great education system. But if you want to go more than that, we work hard, we play hard, and we pray hard. You work hard because, you know, they push yourself beyond the boundaries you want to. Like, for example, me joined the debate team. Yeah. He's broadening my boundaries. We pray hard because we usually we have like at least one mass a month, which in you know if one is optional, you can really grasp praying hard and learning about learn about like you know Catholic religion because me yeah. I'm not Catholic and I mm-hmm. and I'm learning about it more and more. Yeah, and day. like praying before yeah. matches or practices or anything like that as well. Right, and you know we also play hard because coaches here really push yourself during the during the. During the practices, yeah. the games, you know, during the football season, we had a thing called Kinder Connection, and that really had, a, that okay. really had, a, um, that really push yourself, put your mind over matter, and you got to push yourself through different things you had. Yeah. Explain to us what that is. Kinder Connection. So it's basically you had. A, I hear some <laughs> giggling going on here. <laughs> right. It's like when we wouldn't do like when we wouldn't do what we were supposed to do. The, have us get in a circle, either, you know, chop, down, get up, do it over and over again, okay. do a certain number of push-ups and holding us in the position. Um, and also uh, running around the field goal post and the band thing, like running around yeah, there. Yeah, sounds like, like a brutal conditioning. Yeah, a little bit of conditioning there, huh? <laughs> yes. He had an yeah. army background, too, so that had Ooh. to play in it. Well, yeah, that would be what he was doing. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, Positive definitely. reinforcement, they called it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. It's a good term. Use right. that in the classroom. Yeah. <laughs> do some laps around the around the classroom a few times. Jacob, what about yourself, man? What do you think? I think I really suggest St. John's to a lot of people. I think in order to come to St. John's, you have to um, really be open-minded, though. You can't come here, and you can't just be so concealed and, like, I guess I was like that. Okay, I'm going to come here. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do, I'm probably not going to do this, this or this, or I'm going to stay away from this club or you got to really, really be open-minded because I think that you can really find something or like kind of even find yourself doing something that you just probably wouldn't ever picture your, or even think about doing. 
if you just come here and kind of stay open-minded and allow yourself to be formed into something new i know with um mr welling for sure him being a really really nice yeah the teacher, legendary mm-hmm. really good he really really kind of I could see him getting us into shape for the rest of high school. So do you think there's something here for everybody? Yeah. You just have of to course. you have to be you have to be open minded though. Yeah. 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 Put nice. yourself out there. Put yourself out there. Yeah. You might not always know what you want. But we've got a lot here to offer. Well, I want to thank you two gentlemen for coming out and for letting us interview you, ask you a few questions during your lunch period nonetheless. Absolutely. It's You're a big welcome. sacrifice. <laughs> definitely <laughs> for these definitely. guys. Yeah, uh, thanks, and, guys. And once again, that was Justin Teamer and Jacob King. Thank you guys for coming out. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Our next segment features a unique aspect of our community, one of our artistic facets of the community. So we are here with members of our band program. We have the director of bands, Mr. Tim Martin. How are you oh, doing, Tim? Doing well. How about you? Great. I'm doing very well. Thank okay. you. And we're also here with one of our seniors, Gabe Jacoy Williams, who is our field commander for the marching band, a member of the drumline. How you doing, Gabe? Doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing great. Two months left for you. How are you feeling? Ready for college. Ready for college. Yeah. Good good answer. Yeah. Very nice. Two months makes it seem a little bit longer than like I, I feel like it's down to like three weeks at this point, right? Like yeah, two months of time, but I three guess weeks we have, of school or something. Right. Like twenty. You're right. We have unreal. what? Spring break and then like and you're done. Two more weeks, and then wow! Man, so you uh, are you see the light, huh? Yeah, near the end. Awesome. Well, I think we should have you guys tell us a little bit about your program. So, Mr. Martin, as director of bands, could you tell us a little bit about your role at St. John's Jesuit? What do you do here? Yeah, what absolutely. Does it entail? So, uh, as a director of bands, I oversee the band program, uh, which includes our concert band as our main uh, ensemble. We have all of our instruments in there. Uh, that kind of branches out to our marching band, which is what most people end up seeing in the fall. Um, and in the marching band, we do competitions through the fall. So we actually do a little bit more prep than other bands would uh, on a normal basis. So we actually start all of our stuff in rehearsals in June. Okay. So we technically go from June until what November 1st. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then we also oversee the indoor drumline, the winter guard, the pet band, any kind of jazz combos we can put together, things like that. So That's great. Yeah, A lot so, of activity. If if you were to join the marching band, are you also making a commitment to pep band and to... You'd only be making a uh, commitment to concert band. To concert band. So if you're going to do one, you got to do the other. Okay. All the other ones are optional and they're audition-based except for pep band. Oh, okay. Very nice. Uh, yeah, that's great. Gabe, would, do you want to tell us a little bit about your role, your participation in the program? Yeah. Um, this year... I was selected to be the field commander for the... Field commander. Yep, field commander. Like a five-star general out there, huh? <laughs> right. Yep. Nice. Um, which basically just conducts and keeps the band in time so they don't get out of time. Yeah. And basically the student leader for the uh, for the whole band, we do have another mm-hmm. leader, sort of like my position, called... Um, it's the core commander. Mm-hmm. Um, led by Hannah Ahmad. She goes to NDA, right? Yep. yep. Right. Okay. It's basically the same position, same p- sort of power, only she marches. So. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Those are He's exciting titles. Yeah. So he doesn't have you're to the brass, the huh? Yeah. You're, you're up there. <laughs> All right. That's great. 
Um, very cool. And then in, in Drumline, you drumline. do Drumline as well? Yep. Okay. I do Drumline for four years. Awesome. Been the front ensemble, all four. It's basically okay. where we just stand there and play um, like pitched percussion instruments like the marimba, xylophone, vibraphone. I This year, I've been playing the marimba. And I'm technically the the center marimba, the most experienced one. So okay, I see. And have yeah. you did you do marching band for four years as well? Yes. Yep. Okay. And and what about prior to St. John's? Were you did you go to the academy? What middle school did you, did you um, participate in any band programs? Trinity Lutheran uh, School. Okay. So I uh, participated in their um, band program from fifth grade all the way up to eighth grade. I actually played the alto saxophone. Okay. During then, so, and just recently, just last year, I switched over to the tuba for the marching wow. band. That's wow, that's not that's not an easy feat going from no. like reed to <laughs> brass, right? It was not. <laughs> Check out your knowledge of instruments. <laughs> yeah, that, well yeah. done. Well, Didn't know terminology. With a over here. Yeah, <laughs> I had a I had a brother who went through the band program uh, during his time here at St. John's, so I picked up on a. Little link up on a few, <laughs> on a few terms. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, how did you actually? How did you? How did you hear about the St. John's band? Um, both my brothers actually went through the band program oh, okay. here, and for my freshman year, and I basically decided I wanted to be a part of the band as well. And my brother Ryan was a senior the year I was a freshman, so he was he was going out the year I came in. So it made the um, transition into high school and into the band program a lot smoother. Yeah. So, and I think it was basically because he was in band that I wanted to do band as well, especially in the marching band. So, and you stuck with it all four years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Must have been a great experience. Yeah. So, speaking of the drumline, we're in the drumline and winter guard season, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Are you still competing? You still have more competitions? Yeah, we actually have one this Saturday. Nice. Where's that? Uh, Firestone High School in Akron. Ooh, traveling. Yep. Are you finding that you're traveling a lot for these? Is, is there a lot of local stuff? Uh, we travel longer distances, about three times generally a year. We do a Columbus show. We might do a couple Columbus shows. We got one out in Akron, and then we have state championships over in Wapakoneta. Oh, okay. Wow. Nice. How many people are usually competing at these competitions? Um, how, maybe not people, but schools. A lot. <laughs> there, it's divided into the drumline side and the winter guard side. Okay, um, and both have a plethora of of schools and and ensembles that compete. You actually have ensembles that come from schools like us. Okay, they do it on the scholastic side. And then you have kind of the, what we call independent ensembles that are just a bunch of people that just decided to get together and do this thing, and they compete against each other and pay a lot of money to do it. Yeah, that's so, neat. Yeah. So I had the pleasure of going to one of these drumline competitions. I didn't get to stay for the Winter Guard part, but mm-hmm. I got to see the drumline competitions at Springfield a few weeks ago. And mm-hmm. I got to say, extremely impressive, very high level of performance, stunning narrative. You know, you're yeah. telling a story while you perform. I'm kind of curious about process, the creative process. How do you, who plans out the choreography, who plans out the programming, uh, how well did the kids take to it? Because yeah. <laughs> it's very complex. Yeah. Uh, the process of actually, you know, picking the show or putting the show together, it's it's a humongous feat between the entire staff of the band program. Yeah. Um, we've got myself. We've got Julie Meyer with the Color Guard. Uh, she does a lot of the drumlines visual side of stuff. I've got 
uh, Nicole Sarver in there. We've got Trey Jones in there. We've got a guy named Sean uh, Collins coming in to help out. We've got, you know, different people coming in and out just to help with things. Yeah. And it's really just this collaboration of ideas at the beginning of the season. We think, you know, who do we have in our ensemble? What are their experience levels going to be like? What do we think that they can achieve by the end of the season that's going to challenge them but is still achievable? And then we kind of go from there. Last couple of years, we've kind of gone in a direction of an, a, a storyline show. Yeah. Some shows are storyline like ours. Some shows are thematic based. Okay. So we'll take this one idea and just showcase that idea as many times as we can. So this year we're doing a, a story about a soldier coming back from war who has PTSD. Yeah. And we kind of follow his story about what that experience is like coming back home with his wife and the struggles they have in their relationship and his mind taking him back to war episodes and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, it's, it was powerful. I mean, it was a, it was an intense, uh, performance, I think. Um, so are you saying, are the competitions throughout the season kind of a structured way to improve on this? And then you're kind of shooting for that final yeah. end of the season performance. Yeah. We do our auditions in late October ish, somewhere in there. Uh, early November, and then our first competition isn't until late January. So wow. we kind of oh, okay. put this stuff together throughout that amount of time, put as much of that show on as we can while we're still developing the, the performers, the way they play, the way they move, the way they actually you know, showcase their emotions and perform. And then we finally get our first, you know, we call it a read. We get our first read of the show at, um, uh, our first show this year was in Columbus, and the judges that we have kind of give us some feedback. We sit down with them after the show and they say, yeah, good job. Keep it going. Or here are a couple of things to change or you're completely ruining things or. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. So it seems yeah. like there's a lot of, a lot of prep and a lot of practice to this game. How, how many, how many like hours are you putting in into this? Um, like weekly we have two practices on Sunday and Thursday. Okay. On the Sunday one, it's a four hour practice from 5 PM to 9 PM. And the Thursday one is a, not as intense. It's only three hours. Okay. Only three hours. But <laughs> other than that, I have first period free. So I actually spend that time practicing. Like basically since the beginning of indoor season, I've been using that period to Very nice. help. Yeah. Keep spending spending time outside of practice and to practice. Yeah. yeah. Going going about your passions. Yeah. Yep. It's a good way to do it. Do, mm-hmm. do you find a lot of other... Of your peers are doing the same thing. Yeah. Putting in yep. the time. Especially so the Thursday, yep. Sunday is really when the group comes together and right. has to put it all together. Yeah. Which is important. It's a lot of structural structured uh sectional time and kids yeah. just get together and call each other, say, Hey, can we can we practice that's stuff? great. Can you open a practice room for us so we can do this? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's so cool. So how how has the drumline been doing this season? Have we had any pretty high placements, I'm guessing, at uh, the Yeah, for the drumline we've seen um I think it's actually all been first place and then one third place finish so far. Um, they've all been kind of smaller shows, not as many people. We'll see three ensembles on Saturday okay. and then at state championships. I think we have a total of eight, uh, seven or eight ensembles that we'll compete against. Um, last year at state championships, the drumline got our first we call medal, got third place in the state last year in our class. Wow. Very nice. Um, just, you know, there's a, two years after bumping ourselves up a class. So we also got a most improved award uh, two of the years uh, since we bumped up. So so how do you bump, how do you bump a class? Is class based off of like 
population of like school or so for marching band for the one of the circuits we compete in it is based off a of population of school for the indoor drumline and winter guard side it's the director actually chooses okay. what class you start out in. there's three um there's four main ones you got uh world class which is the top tier of everything open class a class regional a and then you've got like novice classes mm-hmm. underneath that. So the Winter Guard performs in and competes in Regional A. The Drumline currently competes in A class. But I'll also say that on the guard side of things, Regional A for our circuit is the most competitive class out of anything. Wow. There's like last year there were 16 groups, I think, oh, something geez. like that, yeah. all competing against each other. The Winter Guard went out of state championships and um, they were point or uh, point 0.7 away yeah. from fourth place. They were sixth place. They were point wow. 0.7 away from fourth place, and they were 700ths of a point away from the next group. Jeez. <laughs> oh, like, it was crazy wow. just how yeah. close these things get and yeah. how competitive they really are. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, Gabe, uh, you know, you've been in the band for a while now. You've been in the drum line for, for a while now. How do you think this has, like, enhanced your experience here at St. John's throughout your time? I mean, I'd say it's given me a family, plain and simple. I mean, coming into freshman year, I really only knew one person that that was my brother, Ryan. So, but through him and through becoming friends with his friends and then making the band my own after he left, um, it's really just given me people I've loved, I love, and um, people who share my same passion for making music and competing. You share the same competitive spirit as me, and it's just giving me a place to fit in. So, that is great. What more can you ask for? Yeah, that's great. I feel like there are a lot of those little communities around here. Oh yeah, you guys who do the band and drumline are a particularly cool one. I like that, Mr. Martin, in your directorial role or faculty role or um, you know your mentor coach role. How do you think this program kind of lifts up the students? Oh, it gives them a place to belong for mm-hmm. sure. You know, every morning we'll walk in the band room and you'll see kids just lined up waiting for the band room doors to open just so they can be in the band room. They'll come down during their lunch periods. They'll be there after school. It's it, it We joke about it, but it actually does become like a second home. Yeah. Um, which is the exact same experience I had when I was in high school. It gives yeah. you a place to belong and it looks gives you something to look forward to even after school's over to say, even if we've got no rehearsal or you know, no one's here. I can at least feel at home in the band room. Yeah. I think that's such a cool, important aspect. I have to say as a teacher in the classroom, uh, the perspective of musicians always tends to be particularly creative and nuanced and and they see the world a different way, very in a positive way uh, too. I think that's an awesome feature too, because it's just such a highly uh, cognitive activity playing Mm -hmm. music. So creative. I don't know. I think it's so cool. Yeah. That's great. So as we finish up here, maybe I feel like more people should be seeing what I got to see a couple of weeks ago. How, mm-hmm. how do you think uh, people can support the program here at St. John's Jesuit? Uh, the easiest way is honestly just to click on Facebook. You can find uh, St. John's Jesuit Bands on Facebook. We put up posts of the competitions, pictures, results, um, new infos and articles and things like that to share out that way. And put out some good information that way. Also feel free, just, you know, find one of the performers and tell them good luck Yeah. before they're going to go to a show. Or if you went to go see a show, tell them how well they did and how 
how great the show was if you think so. Um, a lot of the times it, it, it can feel isolated, especially with the literal location of the band room, just not surrounded by anything. So they oftentimes, I'm, I'm guessing, feel pretty, pretty isolated and kind of in their own world, which isn't always a bad thing, but we'd love to, love to have some more people kind of yeah. give them a shout out. Yeah, absolutely. Very That's nice. Great. Maybe, what what would you say to any maybe eighth graders or potential you know incoming freshmen? What would you say to them who are maybe interested in joining the band next year? I say there's no harm in signing up. We have a form for pr- uh, prospective new members coming into the high school. Even for uh, the academy students, they can join the band, and it's welcome for all to all. So, like the marching band, there's no, like, compa- like there's no, um, what's it called, um, auditions right. for it. So mm-hmm. anyone can okay. join. No experience ne- is necessary for it. So it gives you a family. It helps ease your way into the life at St. John's, and it's a great experience. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, fantastic. I want to thank both of you for taking the time out of your day. I know. You guys probably have to go to practice right, right now. now. So. <laughs> uh, enjoy that. Thank you for coming out. and uh, Thanks for having us. Our, our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Have a good one, guys. You too. We're going to take a quick break to hear a message for any prospective families considering St. John's Jesuit as the next step in their son's education. Four years. It goes by faster than you can imagine leaving precious little time for a young man to decide what he wants to be when he grows up. Whatever door your son wishes to walk through, the key to opening it is a rock-solid educational foundation. At St. John's Jesuit High School and Academy, 96% of our graduates go on to also graduate college. And more importantly, go on to be whatever it is they want to be in life. St. John's Jesuit. Be a Titan. Our next segment is called the Student Spotlight, where we feature one of our students at SJJ to learn more about their lives here. So we're here today with senior Connor Cadigan. Connor is very involved here at St. John's Jesuit. He is a member of our chorus, our vocal ensemble. He rows with the crew squad. He is in our musicals for the past three years. What I miss, Connor? Christian Service Corps team. The list goes on. Yeah, that seems about it. Okay. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. So we have Connor here today because Connor, in addition to doing all the wonderful things he does at St. John's Jesuit, is also interested in pursuing some of his passions outside of school, which involves filmmaking and screenwriting. Is that correct? Yes. Nice. And recently you submitted one of your own works to the Mommy Film Festival. I did, yeah. Yeah, called Elfie, which is what we're here to talk about a little bit. So before we get into some details... Maybe you can tell us a little bit about what what initiated your interest in film. Well, uh, actually, funnily enough, the reason I first became so interested in film is um, a movie about kids making a weird movie. It was nice. Super 8. Um, oh, yeah. I just, yeah, eight. I just remember watching with some friends, and I was like, they were making like some weird zombie yeah, movie, and I was like, that yeah. seems cool. It's kind of like that Cloverfield. Like, it was kids with... The movie was like in, in the perspective of a kid holding a camera, right? Uh some of it, yes. Oh. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I, remember. I was like, that was kind of cool. And then so like I saw that, and then over the next month or so after that, I sat down and wrote the worst thing I've ever written, which was the first <laughs> script I ever wrote. And it's sometimes I find pages of it, and it's just, boy, it was in a mess. Oh, <laughs> but that be, was the first thing, yeah. It'll be worse someday. Keep that. Yeah. 
Well, you got to start. You got to start somewhere yeah. too. You can't. Definitely. We're not all going to be uh, an amazing artist right off the bat. Right? <laughs> That's it true. Takes, yeah. It takes practice. Yeah. Ten thousand hours. And, so they say. Yeah. So tell us a little bit. Give us a little synopsis of the movie. What's the movie about? So the movie is about a teenage boy who starts having these dreams of a man with a deer head, and then uh, the whole point of it being that the sort of line between. Uh, reality gets blurred because he starts seeing it in his waking days and it's about how that interferes with his daily life. Wow. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and I I uh, got the chance to watch this movie. Have you seen this yet, Mr. Hearn? I have not. I did not get a chance to Yeah, watch we should it. put a link up to it. Um, but very powerful, very uh, conceptual and artistic, very creative. I really liked it. Thank you. Um, very cool that you're doing that sort of thing. So can you tell us a little bit about process? I really like creative process, learning about how people go about their their creations. What did that entail for you? So, I mean, I mean the first thing for me was trying to get started with it. And the reason I sort of chose to get started with it is just because I knew that in trying to pursue this, I wanted to have a little more to offer than just I'm a high school student who's interested in doing this. So I wanted to do something concrete. And I found out about the Mummy Film Fest and I said, okay, I could do something for that. I have a year so I sort of uh, sat down and just started to come up with ideas. And I had this idea. I'd probably written about a page or so of it before. And I just decided that this was going to be the thing I expanded on. And over time, it built up. And I started with uh, looking at sort of the just like making it into a two or three act structure and then fitting everything I wanted to fit in and w see what I had to cut and what I could write and what I couldn't. And... One of the most interest, or well, I suppose one of the most important parts of the process for me was a great piece of advice I found, which was uh, about knowing your resources. So for me, right. that came in the form of realizing that I had to stick to probably one location mm -hmm. and as few people as possible as I could involve, because of course I'm a high school student with not yeah. a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, and you have your own camera, and you did the camera work and stuff. Yep, I yeah. did. I was behind the camera the whole time. And all the video editing. Yeah, and that was another. Uh, experience. I did not really have as much experience knowing how editing, uh, painful editing was until that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that whole process. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, how did you find actors to to play? Because you had um, what three, three or four? Uh, four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Um. All, actually, all four of them were people that I knew were involved in like theater in my area. Okay, so cool. I had um, all of them were from our musical, which is obviously a great thing for me to be like, oh, cool, I know people that can act. So I kind of right. just reached out to people that I was already close to and that I, that I knew could do a good job with things. Yeah, that's and great. Thankfully, they all agreed to do it and for literally nothing on my part. So the scheduling was uh, something to work out from time to time, but I'm very thankful that they all agreed to be involved. Yeah, that's great. I can't imagine what it takes when you have thousands of people working on a, on a film yeah. to match up yeah. all he that even scheduling. Had the, he even had the strength to not... Not go by the industry cameo standards <laughs> yeah. of Stan Lee and oh, the Stan Night Shyamalan. Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> from my understanding, you decided to not, you're not in it at all, right? Because you're the I only guy running the camera. Yeah, so I was the only one behind the camera, so it was quite a, it was, and that in itself presented several challenges and that I couldn't, like, we had to finish things up before I was able to say, is it possible we do that again in yeah, a different way? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we had to finish things up behind the camera and I had to make sure that the camera settings were always right because there were, a lot of times, there was actually, the first time we met to shoot, I was very happy with how quickly it went because we got through every single scene that was in a specific location. 
And then I went back and checked and found out that I hadn't had my microphone on at all. So oh, no. everything we had filmed had no sound. <laughs> well, don't worry, man. I know the feeling of that with this yeah. podcast creation. <laughs> yes. Always technical <laughs> difficulties, of course. Um, so what was it like watching your film at the festival, people watching it alongside you? What was that like? It was a uh, terrifying experience, <laughs> yeah. frankly. I, I, um, I had watched it a few times, obviously, before I submitted it, but... It's not something I think that I'll ever, like, it'll be a while before I look back and kind of enjoy it or see, you know, maybe when I'm, like, have a chance to look back and see that the, where things started. But as of right now, I just, it always sticks out, like, this could have been slightly different. That yeah. could have been better lighting. could add more sound, things like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, that's kind of like the the plight of a creator, right? Right. Like the plight of anyone who's directing or creating anything. And, I mean, that's what keeps you going, right? Kind of, like, looking back and thinking... All right, now that I have a little bit more skill, now that I have a little bit more experience, here's some here's some changes that I would have liked to see if I had a unlimited budget. Here's yeah. what I would have yeah. liked to and do. And time too. At some point, oh, yeah. you got to tie tie yeah. it off, right? You got to just. I think it was a big learning experience for me in terms of just the technical side of things, like editing and making sure that I because uh, it's easy to work with. It's it's a little easier to work with camera for me. I really like writing, so that's an easy part for like that I would consider an easy part of the process. Okay. Where I really struggled with it was dealing with sound for the first time and editing. Yeah. And I think that's where it points out to me that there are a lot of faults or like there are some things that even in the, from the writing standpoint is like that could have taken longer, that could have been better developed. But there's always things that, that are just going to stick out to me. So can't necessarily say that I enjoy watching it time and time again, but I was, I can say I was probably fairly proud of the final product. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So how about through the whole process? Was there Was there one thing, now looking back at it, was there one thing that you were like, wow, like, I'm not even sure I can believe that I was able to do that. Like, one thing that you're so proud of that, through that process. There are, I think, a few things I look back on when I get through the whole process. I think the final product enough is, for, is enough for me to sort of stand back and say, I'm, wow, I can't believe I was capable of doing that. But I think even for our actors, too, it's um, there are certain things that I look back on with uh, performance and the way things are sort of uh, set up that I just think, like, that's, I don't even, like, I try to think back to why did I do that this way and I try to remember why and oftentimes I cannot but I'm proud of what ended up there because from the actor standpoint from the technical standpoint it looks sounds and uh, feels really good to watch at certain points that I'm just very proud of there's a actually sort of specific segment there there's a dream sequence which was fairly simple editing um, more just layering the same clip on top of itself and then making the other ones dimmer. But uh, or at least I thought it was going to be simple, and then it kept crashing my computer. And, oh, no. and so once I got through that final <laughs> product and I looked at it, it was like, that is exactly what I had in my head when I wanted that to happen. So I was very proud of that. Yeah, yeah. nice. That's amazing to yeah, be able nice. to see, you know, something conceptual that finally right. becomes like the reality oh, of your product. Awesome. Satisfying, right? Yeah, very satisfying. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm interested to know, a little bit about how your experience at St. John's Jesuit contributed to your filmmaking. I mean, we don't have a film program here. We don't even really have any classes that address film necessarily um, as much as that would be amazing. Can you speak to that at all? How, how your experience here has contributed to your creative process or filmmaking? Yeah. I, I mean, I think that without St. John's, I don't think I ever would have gotten to this point because of course um, we have the idea of the modest here, which is something I was very early, uh, introduced to very early on in my career here. Mm -hmm. 
And that was kind of my idea going into setting up the project and uh, writing everything down and making sure that this is something that actually happened. It was this idea that I could do more for myself and for setting myself up for um, competing in the future for obviously you know highly competitive industry. So yeah. it, was, it was sort of along those lines that I um, started the project. And then uh, you spoke earlier about uh, us not having really any uh, film-related classes, things like that. It was another one of those things where I just kind of uh, trusted that St. John's would help me out, mm -hmm. and I ended up setting up an independent study um, over the course of the first semester of my senior year. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yeah, so I was, and I, of course, it came through and all worked out, and it went very, very well for me, so I'm very happy for that working out, and I think that that was another one of those things where I was just like, I can trust St. John's yeah. to help me get this done, and for it to be a good experience yeah that's great yeah so i mean it's coming unfortunately for us i guess it's, yeah it's coming to us here it's coming to an end of your high school career what's what's goodbye. the plans for the future uh well right now the plan is that i will be uh going to ithaca college next fall to study film there which that's I'm incredible very excited about it's a beautiful place and i really like it there wow awesome man very cool that's upstate upstate new york yes yep uh, right near cornell wow. it's beautiful that's fantastic. <laughs> that will be gorgeous. I think yeah. that's great. Oh, Way to go, man! Pursue pursue your interests and passions. That'll be. I think you'll you'll excel. You'll thrive. You. Well, I think that's all that we have for you today, Cadigan. We appreciate you coming out during your lunch and a little bit of into your study hall as well uh, to come come talk with us and and <laughs> let the community know yeah. uh, a little bit about what our students are up to. Absolutely, so cool to hear about all that. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Gary. For our final segment, we'll be interviewing two young men who participate in the Christian Service Program. So we're here today with Daryl Alexander and... Josh Jerwa. Who are going to be talking to us a little bit today about Christian Service. Christian Service Program. So do you guys want to tell us a little bit about what the Christian Service Program actually is? Uh, well, the Christian Service Program is for juniors and seniors at St. John's, and it allows you to go off campus once a week and uh, during the school day, or if you, you can also do it on weekends if it doesn't fit your schedule during the school week, and you can go off campus and serve others very different ways. I know kids who go to who go to soup kitchens or kids who uh, tutor kids less fortunate, so there's a lot of different ways to participate in it. Very nice. And is this during the school day? Uh, for most kids, yes, but then some kids will go on the weekends if it doesn't fit their schedule. So maybe before we get into some details of your guys' experiences, you can tell us a little bit about the reasoning you had. Why did you decide to do Christian service? DJ, you're a junior, so this is probably a relatively new thing for you. What made you participate in the program? Uh, what made me participate in it was that, like, freshman and sophomore year, we, like, go, like, you pick sort of the place you go to. Like, I enjoyed it, but, like, I feel like if I did Christian service, I would enjoy it more, which I actually do. I enjoy going like where I go to serve at more than uh, me just going to like I went to Glendale Assisted Living Center and like I enjoy being there. I want to do something different. So going to Christian service, that's what really led me to go to Christian service. So, Jerwell, where do you go? Where do you currently serve at for Christian service? Um, I serve at Reynolds Elementary School, but I work in the mentally and physically fragile unit. It's the only mentally physically fragile unit and the whole Toledo public school area. So I okay. feel like I work with those kids, help them read, 
All right, and we have we have a lot of different agencies. If it's it's, it's people who are usually, I mean, t- typically marginalized in some way. If it's mm-hmm. if it's elderly or people with some form of disability uh, or even poverty, why did you choose to go towards the medi- medically fragile? What kind of called you into serving with them? Well, at first, I they they weren't on the main list. Mr. Skull gives you a list when you choose to do Christian service, and they weren't on the list. But me and my partner Leo Baca. Our original plan fell through, and Mr. Skeldon came up with this opportunity because he usually picks about two people a year to do it. And we started last year, and um, he picked us because he thought we could handle it because it's a little bit tougher because the kids you're working with can't really talk. At first, it was really tough, but we kind of found out that, you know, we kind of love doing it, and it's really nice. So how long have you been serving there? Well, we started off last year, junior year, and we're still doing it this year through senior year. So have you done it? three semesters worth of yes, service this is our fourth right now so all four yeah semesters. at first i didn't really nice. at first i kind of did christian service get the hours done right i got yeah. out of class to be complete get your honest. service yeah. hours well in. that's kind of like the classic ignatian let them in yeah. through their door that's true they leave out ours yeah that's true yeah so and then at, and then afterwards um you know when me and leo went like i said they were mentally and fragile and fragile right so um you know they can't really talk so it was really hard at first but then going over time and over time it kind of got to the point where we started communicating with them like when we walked in they would smile wow. and it was kind of like when we left it wasn't really like like there was one time me and leo we went we go to three different rooms yeah we went to one room and there's this girl whenever she sees us she just smiles and we left <laughs> that room went to the other one about five minutes later the same girl is wheeled down in a wheelchair to that room and uh with, with her t- ta and the ta rolled in and she was like uh, and then she was like, she's been crying ever since you guys left. Aww. And and then she <laughs> uh, heartbreaking. Yeah. she ruled back in and she just had the biggest smile on her face. Oh, she, she just wanted to see you guys. So, so you just kind of interact with them. Yeah. Play their socialize. Yeah, we play games with them. them. It's kind of like yeah. cool. we play Uno, we show them a card, they smile. That's the one they want. Right. So Probably pretty mm-hmm. challenging. Yeah. Right? At first it was, but I think now it's just yeah. Yeah. It's what we love well, That's doing, like the so. importance. That's, that's like a, cool. a ministry of presence, right? Like right. maybe they can't communicate, but it's still being there and serving with yeah. them and being alongside them. DJ, tell me a little bit about your agency. Um, I go to Queen of Apostles. Um, and we first semester we work with uh, third and fourth graders. And then that changed second semester to be with third and seventh graders because we changed our hours. Like, Working with like the seventh graders, we're not there like we don't do it like all the time, but like there is just like they're usually doing math and stuff. Like the teacher usually has like sit between like certain students because they don't pay attention. Got to keep them on track. Yeah, but we mainly work with the third grade class, which is like which has like when we like do reading stuff. Like you can tell like these are really good ones. You don't really have to do too much. These are ones where you got to take like more time into and like be more patient with because it's like certain students like I know I get like certain students and like I know like when we're going to go do reading or we're going to do some like they want to like run around and like play around before <laughs> they even want to do the work. Oh yeah. So it's just like more like just having patience with them. Yeah. That's not too different from high school. How you guys behave in my <laughs> classroom, I think sometimes. Right? Get a little appreciation for our perspective, DJ. Do you? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, great. Queen yeah, of yeah. Apostle is a CCM team. So, oh, uh, you're you're your alumni from there yeah, as well, so. or alumnus. <laughs> so I know how I know how it is being in their yeah. position. So nice, it's not really hard. Very nice. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about what you think your impact is uh, for the people you serve when you go into your agency. What do you think you're providing by by giving your your time? DJ, you want to start? 
Uh, I feel like my impact is like getting them like understand like the importance that school brings and like trying to like build like relationships with them because like some of the students they talk to you about personal things that's going on or like things that are going on like in their life and like sometimes like you can tell like they don't really want to be at school and like they don't really care so it's more like trying to get to them like let them understand like yeah it's always time to have fun but you also have to like be ready to like learn like Mm -hmm. that's what comes with going to school so yeah more of just like getting like find a ways like you can impact their life yeah definitely so what about you jerwa what do you think your impact is on the people you serve um i think my impact is really big on the kids of course but i feel like it goes a lot bigger than that and goes kind of like the big impact on not only them but also their families Mm -hmm. because i can imagine how tough it is to like be in that condition and that's kind of like giving me like just like thank god more for yeah. what i have and what he's given me and knowing that they have to send their kids to school every single day like that like not knowing like no they can't do a lot of stuff on their own right and knowing that they have me uh, like i can take care of them i can help them do certain things i feel like that's yeah. who i'm like benefiting the most yeah that's great so so you kind of alluded to this a little bit in your response to to that but how it affects you are you saying gracious oh yeah makes you just more being grateful. more thankful for what god yeah. gave me because the first like i said the first couple of weeks we were there was kind of eye-opening and just like i like i could never imagine like yeah. being like this or was this something that maybe in college or after college is this is this something that you feel might be a calling for you uh maybe i've always thought like ever since i started doing this of course i did like a year for a year last year and ever since i started doing it i've always just kind of had the thought like you know like kind of like put in my mind that I want to give back more when I'm out of college and like when I'm in college continue to do service because like I said before before Christian service I just did it for the hours get out of school now it's because I I love doing it and I love the kids I work with even though they can't talk to me and interact with me but all right DJ so why don't you tell me how does how do do you think the service impacts you throughout your throughout your years here you've done a few service opportunities but now you're in your junior year when you're going out to your agency what kind of impact does it make on you do you feel like it makes any um, I feel like it's made more of an impact on me doing Christian service than what I've done in the past because now, like, in the past, I'll just work with, like, the elderly. Like, yeah, that takes patience, but it's different when you're working with, like, third graders because they come with, like, a lot of energy and they just want to play around and stuff. So I feel like it, it's had a way bigger impact on me and, like, how I like looking at things, like, how I, like look into certain situations like with them like I would understand more of why they will act the way they do because if I was when I was their age I would do the same thing too yeah so they perspective so it's just it's easier it's kind of easier working with little kids than I find working with the elderly but I enjoy it more working with the little kids nice something you'll stick with you think doing Christian service the rest of your time here yeah for sure awesome yeah. That is wonderful. Mm-hmm. I think wow. that's carry it with you, man. So, Jerwa, a, a question that I have is for any freshman or sophomore who's looking up to you guys thinking, wow, like they're all wearing these blue polos that say <laughs> Christian service. Yeah. They're, they're coming back to school with Chipotle. <laughs> like I'm, I'm kind of interested in this program. What would you say to any like junior or, or, or freshman or sophomore that's thinking I might be interested in this program, but I'm a little bit nervous to to kind of. Um, Go do it. I would say you're out of school. It gives you opportunities to open up and be open. Don't don't be scared. You know, it's 
by far probably my favorite thing I've done at St. John's. It's really opened me to a lot of new things. And don't do it for the Chipotle and the Polo. I once a week do it for do it to help people because if you buy in and if you buy into your service, then it'll open up to a whole new mind of yours and just how much like a ca- the whole caring aspect will just keep. Yeah, that's great advice. Well, that's awesome. Thanks so much for giving up your time to record with us and also for your service. It sounds like you're doing great things. So Thank thanks you. a lot. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Well, I think that is the end of our inaugural episode of Titan Talk. What do you think, Mr. Hirani? We made it through. We did make it through. Pretty awesome information we heard, don't you think? Yeah, without a doubt. Across the board, hearing about students, you know, if it's sports or the arts or service, uh, they're active all over our community. Absolutely. There's so much going on at St. John's. It all deserves celebration. So if you want to learn more about any of the features from today's episode, please feel free to Explore the Titan Talk website, which you can find by way of the St. John's Jesuit website at sjjtitans.org. We have a few uh, links to to some of the information we've shared today. Um, If they want to know more about St. John's Jesuit, Mr. Hirani, what should they do? You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all of the social media websites. We're constantly posting anything about our students, admissions, anything that you could ever want to know about St. John's. So make sure you give us a follow. And please listen next time. A new episode of Titan Talk will arrive shortly. Go Titans. Go Titans.